0: and welcome back to Out of Office with Women in Business. I'm your host, Lisa, and today we are joined by an awesome
1: guest. If you want to introduce yourself, Ava. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Ava. I am a junior marketing and communication major, and I'm from Sudbury, Mass., and I'm currently the VP of WIB. Yay! So awesome.
0: Ava's been crushing it this year, and yeah, since she's a double major, she's taken quite a few classes at UMass already. And basically, what we'll be touching on in this episode is some of the best courses to take at UMass and within Eisenberg. Personally, I'm pretty interested in taking a communications class, so I'm excited to hear about that. And with class selection right around the corner, I think this will be very helpful to hear.
1: Definitely. I love hearing what other people have taken because I think that is really valuable information and I've definitely found some of my favorite classes based on other people's input so I'm excited to hear what you have to say as well. Yeah this is gonna be awesome. I know I love
0: hearing what other people have taken because it gets me excited about different classes that I can take and everything so um, yeah we can get right into it and um, just start off with everyone's favorite question, which is what is your favorite class that you've taken at UMass so far?
1: Okay, so I have definitely taken a lot more of like introductory courses, and just I just finished my deadlines last semester, so I think I like love school, and I could definitely, I, like I would take every class on the whole like UMass like list if I could. That's a
0: bold statement, I, because like, there's some <laughs> classes that I don't know I wouldn't want to go near like some of those like
1: yeah, I guess bio yeah. or
0: chem or anything like that I know.
1: okay, I hear you but like I do kind of like like I really love okay well the- no
0: it's good. <laughs> it's good to have a love of learning. I admire you for that because sometimes if I'm interested in it, I will like get down to business. I'll actually enjoy the lecture, yeah. enjoy taking notes but mm-hmm. if it's something that I can't grasp or like I'm just not good at, it's really hard for me to motivate myself.
1: No, I hear you. And I guess I'm speaking to like the science classes that I've taken. Like I think one of my favorite classes I took last semester was oceanography. Oh, I took oceanography. I loved that class. And I think it was probably because I it wasn't super intense or anything like science wise. Mm -hmm. But there still was that level of like thinking about the other side of my brain that I don't necessarily use in some of my other classes, which I really enjoyed.
0: Right. Yeah. I know I think about that sometimes, like that other side of things, because I take a lot of classes that are definitely more conceptual, more writing based, which is what my strong suits are. It's what Mm -hmm. I'm good at. But I do kind of miss using like the math, not so much science. I always really hated science, (laughs) but the math side of my brain, like I miss taking math classes sometimes. I took like Calc 1 loved it i
1: love calc one too everyone always is like how did you like
0: that it's funny i i took it in like ap calc in high school Mm -hmm. too but i just like COVID happened and i completely stopped doing my classwork because Mm -hmm. i was so lazy unmotivated (laughs) and i didn't take the ap exam and then i took it in college and i got to kind of learn it again and then it was so easy and then i was like this would be cool if I'd be able to just take Calc 2 or something. Wait, I want to
1: take Calc 2, but it didn't fit in my schedule. But I'm like, why would I take Calc (laughs) 2? It doesn't make
0: any sense. So, yeah, I didn't end up doing it. Okay, thank
1: you for validating me for that. (laughs) Because everyone's always like, what do you mean? I know, there'd be, like,
0: kind of no point, but it would be interesting. I don't know, it'd be kind of fun. That's funny.
1: Um, well, I feel like I definitely get to like, well, at least right now I'm taking like finance and OIM 301. Oh yeah. So That'll get your math. brain going. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and then I'm taking two comm classes. And I guess if we circle back to my favorite class, I don't know, it's hard to pick, but right now I'd say m- I have a storytelling class that I'm taking a for my com- That's sick. Yeah. That sounds so interesting. It's so interesting. And we just like, it's just a lot of conversation and my comm classes are usually smaller, at least the non-introductory ones which is really nice because I get to hear, like, my classmates' opinions, and I'm still taking, like, some of the more, like, 301 classes for Eisenberg, which I don't get to right. hear what everyone has Those to say. Those are tough. <laughs> yeah. It is huge lectures yeah.
0: and a lot of just sitting, listening,
1: yeah. not really mind. engaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's difficult. I mean,
1: I don't, I don't always mind it, but it can be hard. A
0: little, yeah, I hear you.
1: But I think that would be my answer for that one right now that's my favorite class <laughs> so are you taking it right now yeah I am taking it right now and it's just like the workload is really like we do a lot of like reading but it's not textbook reading and this is actually goes for a lot of my comm classes like we're reading like stories and different sort of like it's sort of like English class in high school but not as I like English class Me too. In high school. and I didn't really realize when I so I came into UMass as an I or as a marketing major in Eisenberg and I always I applied to some other schools like the comm department there but I ultimately decided that I wanted to do business too so when I got when, even on my first meeting with like the um, advisor of the summer like before I got here I was like I'm really interested in communication but like I didn't really know what that meant like I don't know what I was thinking mm-hmm. but I so I took an introductory class by first semester freshman year and then declared the double major the same semester and I've slowly been taking classes I definitely have like more comm classes I need to take because just because I've had like to load up on like the Eisenberg credits first but I didn't really realize it was going to be so much like those English classes I took in high school just because it is a lot of talking about like culture and stuff like that. And it's not just like media industries, although that's like a big part of it as well. Right.
0: It's a lot of I love discussions and yeah. just getting into the nitty gritty of random topics. Exactly. That's something that I kind of miss from high school, because I feel like Same. you don't find it a lot, mm-hmm. at least at UMass, since it's yeah. such a big school. <laughs> it can you. be difficult. But that's what's nice, too, is now I'm taking some of the upper level mm-hmm. business classes and those like specific upper level marketing courses. So those are a lot more They're smaller classes, they're like around 20 to 30 people, and you actually can discuss and engage with the class a lot more, which I enjoy. Um, especially right now I'm taking services marketing Okay. and that one I really like it's with Matthew Godfrey and the way that he organizes the class is it's very heavy on discussion
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we've had classes where we've just spent the whole class talking about a case study that we read like the day before yeah. and just kind of like discussing it and like offering up our different ideas about it and recommendations and I gain a lot from that style of learning and just being mm-hmm. able to like actually talk back and forth with the class and with the professor and everything so um, I realized that I was actually learning a lot more in that class than I had in a while in one of my classes because I was really engaged with it really interested in it and I don't know I so I've enjoyed that a lot from just taking like 400 level classes instead of those 301s that are just sitting and listening, and yeah. trying to keep yourself <laughs> engaged, and it's difficult.
1: It is hard sometimes. I'm really excited because I've been looking at making my schedule for next semester, and I think I'm going to try to take one of the marketing classes just so that I can, like, get my foot in the door there. Right, yeah, it'll be <laughs> interesting just to, like, yeah
0: see yeah. what it's actually like. I know, marketing research, you might be taking yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I have to take that next semester too, I think.
0: Yeah, that one's a little, I don't know, to me it was a little bit boring and a little hard to get into it but it was still a really good class very Mm -hmm. valuable skills yeah but yeah I recommend taking like just a random elective
1: yeah I want to try to get into one of them at least so we'll see how that goes you know how class registration can be (laughs) yes I know I'm looking at the marketing electives and I don't know if it's
0: just me but I feel like they're a lot less available for next semester than there have been really I don't know. I was like, is this it? Like, this is all the options. I was a little
1: disappointed, but it's okay. I don't know. It's so interesting how they organize all of that, because I was actually in OIM 301 today, and Michelle Birch was talking about how she, like, makes the schedule, sort of, for the OIM department, I believe. Or she was talking about the process of doing that, and I was like, that sounds like so much work. No, I bet it's such a
0: pain. I don't even understand... Because you have to have everything planned out and yeah. everything scheduled so far in advance. Exactly.
1: And, like, the room but, like and who's available. And I, don't I don't even know how they do that. but I know. It is kind of crazy.
0: But, yeah. I know. I'm taking OIM 350, I think, next mm-hmm. semester. I don't know if you've taken that.
1: No. I'm well, a little
0: nervous about that because it's um. – I've heard mixed things about mm-hmm. it. I've heard that it's very valuable, but it can also be tricky and – i'm feeling a bit like a procrastinator for putting it off until my second semester senior year to take it but you know it is what it is i'm sure it'll be fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's like a lot of support in those classes i too, and like i feel like even in well just my experience in the bigger classes that i've taken and even the smaller classes within eisenberg that i've had like the um, intro business seminar like your. Mm-hmm. Um, a TA for. I think yeah. that like it's really is what you make of it. And I think that there is ways, especially like I found this in accounting. Um, I think it was accounting 221 where I would go to the office hours and it was like super helpful. And I was like, oh, I never would have realized this if I had just sat in the lecture. Yeah. And done this. So I think that those can be like valuable things. Like if you're not someone that can learn a lot in those lecture settings.
0: Yeah, taking advantage of the TAs. Yeah. Definitely. I know that's so real. I always say that for OAM oh, 210.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Is that too. You
0: need to take advantage of yes. your TAs, or at least I did. I would go and sit in the lab downstairs. Do it, yeah,
1: do it there. Every
0: week and do my homework in the lab. Yeah. I also couldn't do it on my Mac because yeah. of like the Excel mm-hmm. issues. So exactly. I would just sit in there and then TAs can just come over. Like you can just mm-hmm. call them over whenever you need help and they'll come over and walk you through the question. And yeah it's super helpful
1: and they are so willing to help I feel like the first time I walked into one of those I was like this is so awkward like I never have really done something like this like these are just other students they're gonna think like I'm like an idiot but they like are there to help and they're like totally helpful so I think that was like something that it was nice to realize eventually
0: I know I think just taking that first step that's a really cool environment where they're all so willing to help and Mm -hmm. then it kind of encourages you to reach out for help in different classes as well so exactly yes but anyways going back to other classes I also enjoyed oceanography that's yeah. a fun one I took it on zoom but
1: mm-hmm.
0: my professor he's definitely doesn't teach anymore because I haven't heard of anyone else who has him but he was just so invested in it and yeah. so engaged and he knew so much about the material so it was always interesting hearing his his lectures although he'd always go over time on his zooms really? so we would be there forever and be like when is this gonna end no,
1: I hear but you. it was funny yeah the woman who taught my class was like super well like versed in the subject and she like ended up going on all these like adventures and she would talk about she would like show us pictures from like the boat she was yeah, on yeah yeah and i was like you're so cool like
0: so <laughs> i know he i remember him he would kind of do the same thing where he'd show us like photos and videos from like little trips that he gone on and he was for
1: like studies he'd rave
0: about Acadia National Park in Maine so now it's on my bucket list to go there because of him I've seen pictures it's beautiful I know it is gorgeous but it's like way up way up north Mm -hmm. so it takes a while to get up there good stuff
1: um I'm trying to just like go through my other my other gen eds I really have liked all of my gen eds I took ancient civ which I was like I am this is gonna be too much for me but Is that a history? Yeah, yes. and it um, it also, like, um, checks off two of the boxes. I believe it's a D, DG and a history. Right. So that was really nice. Yeah. But I actually really loved that class, too, and I feel like it... I wasn't expecting it to be so applicable to some of my other classes, but I feel like some of the topics we discussed I was like wait like that's so interesting because I feel like I can tie it back to like some of the ideological things we talk about in some like even in the marketing and then also my calm classes which is so cool
0: I know I always love that when you learn something that's super applicable either to other classes or to your Mm -hmm. personal life I feel like I always get that from psych courses because I'm a psych minor yes is when you take when you learn about concepts and you realize oh my god I can totally implement this in my personal life and it just helps with, you know, your relationships and yeah. learning to be a little bit more understanding and see things from other people's point of view and understand why people act the way they do at times and what factors are contributing to behavior. That type of stuff always has like very like been very interesting to me. So I always love learning about that. And
1: psych. Like, no, that's fascinating. I feel like I feel that way about some of my like the media classes that we've taken i've taken mm-hmm. and i'd say if you're like interested in calm to take the intro classes that i believe are open to like any major are com one two one and com one two two because those are very applicable to business and it's so it's intro to media and culture and then i believe the other one is intro to media industries and institutions so that's so in order like one two one and then one two two um and both of those classes i feel hit on a lot of what we talk about in like even like market like marketing 301 but also sort of economics and I felt like I had a I so I took econ 103 and 104 my freshman year too and I feel like I just had a better understanding of like the economic principles that we would talk about in those comm classes because I took econ and it was just wild to think about like how everything industry, yeah, yeah like, how it all goes together yeah and like we talk about like industry power and just power in general and kind of like combining that with some of the other things I've, i just like love the idea of like looking at it like holistically and, like, i know all of and it see together. oh my god this yeah. is how this connects to this and yeah, helps you exactly.
0: understand this a little bit more in depth yes. yeah the class that i was talking about with psych that really helped me yeah. with sort of interpersonal stuff was Mm -hmm. Psych 217, and that's the psychology of cruelty and kindness. So that's like one I would recommend if you're just interested in learning more about behavior and why people make the decisions they do and where that drive for like revenge comes from or why people are altruistic and Mm -hmm. help people for no reason and it seems like they're not getting anything in return. It's a lot about human behavior, so.
1: That's so good to pair with marketing like when how did you like did you take a psych class and then decide that or did you know initially that you wanted to
0: well I took AP psych in high school and I loved it that was probably my favorite class that I took my whole like high school career (laughs) so I knew right away when I was coming to UMass that I wanted to minor in psych yeah honestly like I would major if you Know, yeah, Eisenberg wasn't a thing, I would I probably know. be a psych major, but
1: I hear you.
0: Um, so I knew I wanted to take them, and I, now every class that I've taken in psychology has been like one of my favorites. So I,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I think
1: it's really important too as an Eisenberg major because we do have like the breath requirements that are like designed for people to kind of like expand. I think that it is good if you have something like take do a minor, do another major, but also even if you don't want to do something like that, explore like a bunch of different like aspects of it because it is it does like give you an outside perspective which I think is really important for any kind of learning at all yeah and you're
0: getting the most for your tuition yeah, and your true. education just by taking additional courses because something my mom always reminds me and this is she's always like just take a class like even if it's not filling a requirement just take something that interests you because once you graduate college yeah you know you're not really going to have the opportunity to just learn about a random topic yeah for shits and gigs like that's not (laughs) something you can just do so right and you take advantage and you know foster that inner curiosity
1: in yourself and it's a great way to do that it's just by taking different courses I know I love that but I think that's so true and I also just found out like a couple days ago I was looking at my um requirements and I thought that I had like a couple more classes that I had to take within the comm department where I do have more but I thought it was but it ended up being I have to take like intercultural classes I believe, mm-hmm. and I looked at the list and I was like, this is like I get to take more Gen Eds like this is so fantastic. So I think I'm gonna try to take Introduction to Journalism. Ooh yeah. And, and then I have like two other classes that I can take that I'm so excited that I don't have to be confined within the right. different schools I'm in. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: awesome. I know I was looking through, actually, comm classes today because I want to take one next semester. Mm-hmm. Um. I saw a
1: few that kind of stood out to me one was on humor and comedy yes have you taken that I have not taken that but I be, but I believe that's one of the ones that's like a four credit class that can be and that anyone can take which I think I love it even I think it's a 200 level class too it is I think a 200 yes level class. so I believe that in the comm department a lot of the 100 level classes are open to anyone as well as some of the 200 level which I think is really cool because I do think that they calm things are like super applicable and I think humor and that one would be so funny like it's a lot of like looking at like right now I'm taking an advertising class but it's not like at it's like coming at it from the opposite perspective of like business right so yeah. it's like advertising a social communication and we look at a lot of like current things like current ads and I think it would probably be the same thing yeah like looking at like current like humor trends and sort of culturally how that's shaped
0: yeah and I think also it might sort of explore humor as a coping mechanism Ooh. the only reason i say that is because i looked on rate my professor and somebody said that some of the content is depressing and yeah. sad which you wouldn't expect no so, that's I was so like interesting. that's so interesting how like humor plays into politics and sort yeah. of how humans use humor and use comedy as a way to cope with whatever's going on in the world so i was like that might be no, right on my that. alley because that's super interesting to me
1: no that's I wish I see I wish I could take every class on this whole <laughs> roster because yeah. I don't have room in my schedule to take any more two hundred level comm classes. Unfortunately. I know it's <laughs> always sad when you hear
0: about a class, like a gen ed especially yeah. as a senior and I'm like, I just don't have the wiggle room anymore <laughs> to take like my body, my health. I've I know. Heard, I've my heard that people love that. that class. Yeah. And I looked at the class description, I'm like, okay, I could totally see how anyone would love this yeah. class. It sounds amazing. But I'm just past the point where I can take something like that. No, I'm so so thankful
1: that there are so many different things to offer. Because I feel like if I went to a smaller school, it's like a little bit more. I mean, I don't really know because I know. Yeah, that's like there's so many different disciplines. Yeah. So grateful for Mm -hmm. going to a big school is there's so many options for class. Definitely. I feel like you can't even go that wrong. Like, I know I've had some experiences where I've like had days where I'm like, I can't believe I'm taking this class or something like that. Like, I think in general, I've had a really... I mean, I'm lucky to say that I've had a really good experience with all of the classes that I've taken. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Looking I know. Back on, like, it, they'll, yeah. they'll
0: help you in one way or another. Yeah. I know. It is a huge advantage of going to a big school because I do know people who go to smaller schools and it's cutthroat trying to get the classes that they need for their curriculum Yeah. and getting them in a semester where they're actually offering that course. Yeah. And sometimes they don't offer it for, like, multiple semesters in a row. Just things like that that don't really happen at UMass so much. And I was just complaining about marketing not having enough options. <laughs> but really, I think it's just because I've taken yeah, all, of the, classes all of the classes that yeah. are offered right yeah. now. So now I'm like, and the other ones are like, eh, I don't know if I want to take that necessarily. And I'm just being picky, so yeah, it's me. Yeah,
1: I hear you. It's really overwhelming, I feel like, to look. Just because there are so many classes, it's really overwhelming to look through Spire. And I think that... Well, one of the things that I've learned as I've kind of had a different couple of different class registration appointments in my career, yeah. um, I, so my freshman year, I like was so worried about, I had built this perfect schedule like two weeks before my appointment and I was like, oh, I really hope I get it. I'm like, I'm set on this. I really want to take these like professors and these times works perfectly and it like wound down to my appointment and I was like I need to redo this whole thing and I was like this and I was so frustrated it's so overwhelming I know and I now I tell everyone that I like have talked to about People like doing classes. I'm like, don't get your hearts like your hopes up on setting you up. Really a schedule. can't set your heart you on one like,
0: schedule. I, I know. I
1: know. It's and I know it's hard because you want to like prepare in advance and you can look through all these classes and you're like, oh, that happens time. to me
0: every semester. Exactly. I have an ideal schedule and yeah. something gets in the way and there's just some reason yeah. that I can't get into a class. Oh, I had the most frustrating experience last year, where I wanted to take Intro to Real Estate so badly. Yeah. And I was a second semester junior. It's open to s- sophomores and juniors, so I was like, "This is perfect. I can take it." And it would not let me enroll. Like That's no matter so what I did, I couldn't enroll in it. And it was, I think, because of like my credits. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I was That's like a so senior annoying. in credits, but I was like, "I I'm gonna be here all year next year. <laughs> like I'm a junior, truly." So that was super frustrating, and I know there are overrides out there, but I couldn't... Like, I did the override. It didn't do anything.
1: Oh, that's so frustrating. I I feel Yeah, it is stressful, but I think what I've learned to do is just, like, put a bunch of classes out there, and then usually what I do, like, is, like, either the night before my enrollment... Depending on what time my enrollment appointment is and, like, what my schedule looks like that day, if I have time, I will, like craft my schedule like literally like an hour before like I'll know what I need to take and like yeah. I'll have like a bucket of things that I could be like okay like we'll piece this together little somehow. backups to your backups yeah, like exactly. second choices yeah exactly so I've kind of been looking at it like that just because I do think that I don't want to get my hopes up like I did before and I think that has worked out really well for me mm-hmm. which has been nice
0: I know this semester I was dead set on getting OIM 350 which is funny mm-hmm. and I didn't And services marketing was the class that I had, and I didn't want to take it for some reason. I don't know why I didn't want to take it. I just, like, didn't think it would interest me as much as it ended up interesting me. But that was a little frustrating, and then it worked out because now I love services marketing, and it's my favorite class this semester. So everything happens for a reason. So don't get too, like, down in the dumps if you don't get the exact schedule you want and all the classes you want because... All of them are good. All of them are valuable. Yeah.
1: And you'll get them at some point. Like, I I want to take marketing a little bit earlier than I did, but it was fine. And I know people that are marketing majors who aren't taking it until right now who are juniors like me. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, you don't – like, you're going to get into it eventually. And if, you, and if you, like, need it, then there's going to be ways that you can get into it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And especially with you where you're a double major, you can kind of just focus on taking comm classes in the yeah. meantime because you do need – like a marketing three-on-one obviously has a prerequisite mm-hmm. for those upper level yeah but if that happens that you know whatever your major's prerequisite is isn't available you can add usually most people have the wiggle room to add some kind of a certificate or a minor or something yeah. to fill your schedule in the mm-hmm. meantime and still be um, progressing towards that degree in the end so It all works out.
1: Yes, definitely. I feel like I do have like a different, a slightly different path than some of like the people who I know who are just in Eisenberg because I have had to try to balance my schedule, and then also like the people that I know from like the comm department, they're like, oh, you've only taken like up to like x amount of classes, and I'm like, yeah, because like I have so much on my like I have so much I need to do, which I don't mind, but I do think it's like you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others because Mm -hmm. everyone has sort of a different trajectory. Like, I think it's helpful to be like, oh, like, am I on track? Like, that's a helpful way to do that. But I do think that especially if you do have a major or a minor or certificate or something that it's okay if you're not, like, right on track with everyone else. Like, some of my friends have, are taking, like, the more, like, business electives right now, but I just don't have room in my schedule for that at this moment, but I know I will. Yeah, and you'll get around yes, to that. And exactly. I feel like
0: a lot of people are also very ambitious about taking mm-hmm. all of their required classes right off the bat, and then they get to senior year, and they realize that they've taken everything, and now it's kind of just filling in your schedule with random classes. Which can be very fun if you do it that way, but not everyone does it that way, and there's nothing wrong with that. So. Yes,
1: I totally agree with that.
0: Yeah, so no harm, no foul, no need to stress, <laughs> but yeah, let me look at what some of my other favorite classes are. Ooh, I took um, Comic Art in North America
1: oh, what class as is a that? Gen Ed.
0: That was a, accounted for my art slash literature mm. requirement, um... I forget if it had another gen ed component. But that yeah, was Yeah, that's st- a
1: good hack. Anyone who still needs their gen eds and like has like you can knock off the you can hit, multiple at yeah, a time. Like
0: two birds with one stone. Yeah. I think it also counted for the diet like US diversity yeah. requirement. D-U or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that one. So that was a uh, two birds, one stone and such an interesting class. And I still think about that class to this day. Um, just because I learned, I didn't even have an interest of in comic art going into it. I just mm-hmm. took it because it, you know, filled two of my requirements, whatever. And I ended up really loving that class. And it's still like one of my favorite courses when I look back on it. And I took it over Zoom. So I'm sure it's yeah, even better if you take in it in person. person. Yeah. But we learned about just random stuff like pop art. The other day I found this super cool pop art poster in a vintage store that I was in. And it was just, like, so cute. And I now I know a little bit about the history of pop art, so I know kind of where it comes from. It was, like, a way to, um, you know, make art out of things that aren't necessarily um, prestigious in society. Like, in the past, before that, art was mostly things that were very grandiose and, you know, detailed and elegant. And it's kind of just taking, like, any random thing like a can of soup and making it into art so I don't know just knowing the history it has like a personal value to me so I don't know just having that now is really cool to me and I'm like oh I have like a little piece of something that actually means something to me because I took this course I also read Supergirl being super which is like a random comic book for my Uh paper and I didn't think that like reading a comic book cover to cover would ever be something that would interest me but it was so good And so I recommend that book also if anyone's interested in getting into comic books. But yeah, I don't know. So you just never know what you're going to learn from a random course that you take. But
1: no, that totally makes sense. And I do think that that personal value like shouldn't be understated because I do like I even when I'm talking about um, ancient Civ, like there'll be some things where I'm like, oh, like, I wonder how like that like came up. Or, like, even, this is going to sound crazy, but, like, we play Jeopardy at my house, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes I'll be able to connect things back to, like, some of my gen ed classes and things that I would never know in a million years if I hadn't yeah, taken these, you like, have, random like, classes. have, like, trivia facts. Yeah. I mean, like, granted, I could not tell you much about, like, Mesopotamia, but, like, I know the general, like, kind of thing, and I think that's, like, so fun to, like, have different sort of, like, th- ways to go about, like, thinking about the world yeah absolutely um, I'm trying to look at my other gen eds that I took that I really liked um, I think this one also hit two birds with one stone but I took living writers my freshman year as for my like AL I believe and that was oh. fascinating what, so
0: what's like the concepts so of the class? we
1: read I believe we read like I want to say it was three um, books I was like one po- was a poetry collection and I think two were novels I might be messing this up but that was sort of the premise of the class and then each of those books were written by either faculty at UMass or by oh, someone who lived around here. And then at the after reading the book or the poetry collection or whatever it was, we would have a class meeting where the author would come in and talk and sort of like do a reading and then we could also go ask them questions which I thought was so cool because I was like I usually usually when I read a book I never really think about like asking the author questions that's so interesting yeah and we would it would be in the old chapel on like a Tuesday night and it was like in the fall it was such a vibe but like and it was just so interesting to hear about how they interpreted their story and how differently or like not necessarily differently but how we kind of ran with it and then we would ask them about like alternative endings and like stuff like that oh my god and like to be able to like interact with the person that had like read like I like bought this book and then like it was like their book it was so cool that's so cool wait what was the name of the class again um it was living writers so it's english 146 that's crazy yes I thought that was so cool
0: that's like the coolest thing ever being able to that's something I've always wanted to do is like sometimes when you read a really good book
1: yeah and you're like, I
0: just wish I could talk to the writer mm. and just get into it like the nitty gritty it must be cool for them as well
1: yeah. after writing
0: something and then seeing how different people interpret it and what they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know
1: no, what they so take away cool. from it yeah. yeah it's that's super interesting yes. that was awesome I really enjoyed that class too I feel like I really liked all of these classes and then the other Jenna that I'm looking at right now that I took was the science of food so food science 150 mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't really remember exactly what we talked about in that class, but we did have. Th- I think they still do it like this. So it's three different professors, and you like have like, it's like th- the split into three sections. So you have three exams. And so it was one professor, like, would teach one section, whatever. And I loved that because I felt like I got to like learn from three different people, and I really liked how yeah, like, each I of actually, them had their different style. Yeah, yeah.
0: I had a class like that too. That's funny. Yeah. It was, um,. The, shoot, Biology of Social Issues, Ooh. which is always funny when I tell people classes. that I took that, because it's pretty much a fake biology
1: class. Mm-hmm.
0: Not actually, but it's definitely a lot easier than some of those other ones, I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: It's not even, this a, one like... very
1: straightforward, too, Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can't even take it as a biology major, so it's oh. made to be a gen ed. Yeah. And that class was, I thought it was super fun and interesting, because... Yeah. We basically talked about a lot of biological concepts and health issues and things like that. But we talked about it like the implications and how it affects society. And it kind of it had more of like a writing aspect of it. And it was also taught by three different professors, which was cool because they each had their own take on different topics. It was a little annoying though because they each kind of had a different way of grading as well Ooh,
1: ours was very yeah. like very uniform but that could be frustrating that was a
0: little weird then because... You have to get
1: used to a new person yeah. yeah
0: exactly like the first person was very kind of easy willy-nilly mm-hmm. and then the second professor I just remember she was like this is supposed to be a writing course like what are you guys doing for these responses that you turn in every week and we're Ooh. like
1: "Oops, <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> but it was fun Ended Good up, stuff. like, I think most people got A's. It's meant to yeah. be, like, an easy A gen ed, but, yeah, that yeah. was fun.
1: I really appreciate when professors, like, understand that this class is a gen ed and that a lot of people may not be um, in within the major, whatever course it is, because I do think that it can be applicable to outside because... I think it was my oceanography class that my professor would be like, or I think the first day of class, she, like, asked us to, like, raise our hand. She's like, how many of you are, like, in Eisenberg? How many of you are, like, in the College of Social Behavioral Sciences and whatnot? And, like, most of the class was not within, like, a science major. And I think she took that as, like, a, all right, like, I know people are just taking this class to, like, fulfill a credit. Mm -hmm. But, like, I can still make it interesting and, like, applicable to, like, sort of different, aspects of people's majors and I think that was really nice yeah
0: that's always nice when a professor takes (laughs) into consideration where everyone's coming from and who their audience is yeah and they kind of adjust their plan and their lectures based on that that's super considerate because it just shows that they're you know they're thinking of you and they want to make it something that interests you and something that you can engage with and relate to so
1: exactly and I feel like a lot of people might go into those classes like with outside of their discipline being like oh I'm not gonna like it because like I have something that I like already but I think that if you're still going into classes like that or if you're like taking something that maybe is not like peak interest like to go into it with more of like a an open mind mind because like even if you're not gonna like obviously I'm not gonna become I'm like an oceanographer um I don't know (laughs) if I'm using the correct terminology so clearly I don't see that in my future but like I have an appreciation for it and I think that's what matters and
0: you know a little bit about it and you always learn something about yourself in the process Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: it's always a fun time and yeah I think there's no hurt especially like because you're still doing like memorization like if you take an exam for like a science class you're still learning how to like memorize different things or like kind of apply your knowledge in different ways and like that you can take with you into your other classes like in, in your career because Absolutely. I think like all those skills build up on one another. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. learning
0: to like juggle different yeah, assignments, exactly. different projects at once. Yeah, it's all very applicable. Um, I'm trying to see what else I've taken. Um, loved OIM 210. I feel like yeah. that's a given for mm-hmm. freshmen because it just teaches you how to use Excel, which is something you need. And then... Something else that I took a little later down the line was internet marketing, which mm. was an interesting one because um, we learned a lot about uh, search engine marketing and, like, custom relationship management and using different softwares. Um, we used SEMrush a lot, mm-hmm. and we also kind of had, like, a simulation software that we used as well and basically just learned how different campaigns would land with like a theoretical consumer body yeah. so that's an interesting one interesting one to take and it counts towards the business analytics certificate so cool. if that's something that people are pursuing I recommend it but there's a lot of good ones on there there's a lot of marketing courses that you can take and they kind of double count,
1: double count. Yeah. as your upper I feel level like if you can yeah. find classes that do that make sure you can try to find a way to like or at least just look into it because it is really helpful toward the end of the day especially if you do have like a lot of classes that you need to take Mm -hmm. and it just makes it a little bit easier to kind of hit two things
0: yeah with that certificate i realized i only have to take two additional classes
1: oh wow! beyond what i would
0: already be taking so that was really cool i could double count a lot of courses i just had to take a um some kind of a coding class so I did have to take
1: intro to python but that's so girl boss and the fact that you can like know that is so like that's such a good thing to like be able to say that you know how to do or like even just introductory I could say I know how to do it I don't know (laughs) if that would be truthful (laughs) (laughs) but I can say it (laughs) you took a class I I did take the class
0: I did do that I don't know. That class was difficult for me. I'm not a comp sci person, but
1: it's probably
0: the easiest course you could take for someone who's not a comp sci person. Gotcha,
1: and still pursuing that certificate.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it was still difficult for me, but I think that's truly just a me thing. I don't think (laughs) it's actually a difficult course, (laughs) but
1: yeah. No, I hear you. I'm trying to think of some of these other ones. I really like... I'm in... um, uh, my junior writing class right now, which I've actually really enjoyed. Ooh, who do you have? Um, Meg Hill. Oh, okay. Professor Hill, um, she's awesome. And I really just like how it's sort of super organized and I feel like we've done, it's a definitely, it's one of my smaller Eisenberg classes, like similar to like even the transitions classes where I was able to like actually get to chat with my classmates, I think that's really helpful. And like something that I have, like haven't been able to do in all these large lectures, as I said before.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know I actually loved that class I still that was one of my most valuable classes that I've taken within Eisenberg Mm -hmm. and I always forget about it for some reason when I'm talking about classes but it is really helpful it helps you just with basic writing skills which in my head I kind of had it down and I was like why would I need to take a writing course this is so pointless like I've done a million of these in high school like I know how to write and then I took that course and I was like I actually could use some of these pointers. Yeah. A lot of it just about like clear language. Yes. And what is it like? Not active versus passive, but like, I think it's like direct versus
1: indirect or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff about audience in there. And then just like the way you word things. Like, you don't need to add extra words.
0: And I've learned so much about, like, how to cut down Mm -hmm. my writing and make it a lot more concise and straightforward without adding, like, weird filler words that.
1: Yeah, and I think that is really important in business communication because, like, I don't know, like, embellishing on things is, like, good sometimes, but not, it's not always the most efficient.
0: No, it's not clear. It's not direct. Yeah. I know. I go back and, like, critique things that I've written in the past, and now every time I write something, I can go back in and edit it super yeah. quickly and I just think of everything I learned in that class
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that class was a lot more helpful than I anticipated it being yes
1: I'm definitely enjoying it right now I think it's a very valuable and I'm ex- I'm glad to hear that you still use what you have learned in there
0: yeah absolutely and just with like using powerpoint and stuff I mean yeah. most of it was stuff that I kind of knew but just getting a little bit more practice with using those different tools
1: yeah I hear you and then like yeah the smaller class section is really nice but I have a question for you. Just I'm curious. Yeah, go for um, it. Because if I had run on my schedule, I'd want to be a TA for transitions. But what's your favorite part about being a TA?
0: I okay. I don't even know if I've like said this, but I yes, I'm a TA for Eisenberg transitions, and I really do love it. It's honestly just fun because I have a lot of freedom to do whatever I want with the class and take whatever teaching approach. That I think works best for like the students that I have, so I try to do a little of that and just recognizing who my audience is. Yeah, like I love last that. semester was very different than this semester. I had second semester freshmen, okay, which I think they're a lot less
1: engaged than first semester <laughs> freshmen. Yeah, you show up and you're just excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had like five
0: student athletes in my class, so I always felt bad because they were so busy and mm. so overwhelmed, and I just tried to be like accommodating because they have yeah. such crazy schedules. I don't yeah. even understand how they do that.
1: I know. I hear you.
0: Yeah. Um. So that was interesting, and I don't know. I felt like a lot of them kind of were like too cool for me, kind of thing.
1: No. So it was a little
0: tricky, but I still loved it, and I was I I would just remind myself like they're freshmen, yeah. so I can say whatever I want yeah, and be you dorky, have the and in it's the room. fine.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So no, it was fun though. Um. And then this semester, I
1: love my class like Aww. I love my class last semester too but <laughs> Not you know picking favorites. I bet that gives <laughs> you like a lot of respect for the teachers that you've had like throughout I yeah year.
0: I do I do have respect for them but no it's just fun and I like seeing them like like watching them make friendships over the course oh, of the yeah, semester so it's cute. so cute and like noticing that like certain people like sit next to each other and chat every class and stuff and just like watching that kind of continue I think my favorite part is they have us meet one-on-one with each of the students mm-hmm. each semester. And that's like always such a great experience for me because I learn more about who they are individually and I learn a little bit about their background and stuff and why they're in Eisenberg and what their like aspirations are. And it's just interesting and I don't know, I th- I see it as making valuable connections as well because you might think like, "Oh, I'm a senior, like I'm so much older than them, like" You know, this is like just me mentoring them. But I like to think in the future, like I can stay in touch with some of these students and have that as a valuable connection and seeing where they go and seeing what they accomplish. It it all ties together in the end. That's at least how I like to think of it. I love that. Yeah,
1: I think that's totally and I think that's important to think about, like, especially with if you're like an old a younger student or like if you're an older student, like these people are still like once you're like after college yeah like, once you're graduated it's all yeah. like you can reach like it's important to like not like center yourself like in just being like people like connect like setting with people in your grade or like even stuff like that mm-hmm. because that's so true that like even like, no because i'm not that
0: much older than yeah, them I'm, exactly last year i was two years older than i'm now i'm three but it's that's still really we're much. all like in the same boat yeah. and I, it's funny some of them this semester were like calling me miss freely and i was like oh man
1: you guys can call me Lisa.
0: (laughs) We could have a class together next semester. So it's not really like we're on different levels here. No,
1: I love that so much. And I think that they definitely, like, at at that age, I remember, like, appreciating my TA and having her, like, she was, I thought she was so cool. And, like, having that to, like, look up to, I think, is super important. So I'm, good work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I like it. It's fun. I'm, like, on the fence still about whether I'm going to do it next semester. But... I kind of want to, I think. I don't know. It's fun. I,
1: yeah.
0: So that's I'm like, sure. and you can't actually, that's relevant to the, today's like conversation because you can't actually take that as an upper level business oh, course. Oh, really? So it can count towards um, your business requirements. I do it kind of as a job, but yeah. I know like a few people who've taken it for the
1: class for and the getting class. those credits. Yeah. So Interesting. Yeah. But. Good to know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think. So maybe we'll end off with whatever class you're most excited to take in the future. I can start.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, I just looked on Spire a couple days ago mm-hmm. and saw that next semester they're offering a business public speaking class. It's one credit, but it's public speaking for business majors.
1: Oh, and my
0: gosh. I really want to take it because I think the person who teaches it also taught business communication in the mm-hmm. past, because I looked him up on Rate My Professor. Yeah, of course. Because I always do. And... As you should they be doing. Get, like Yeah, they get glowing reviews. Wow. So I'm very excited to take that. And I know you were the person who told me, like, you took public speaking as a communications yes. class and loved it. So that's something that was like in the back of my mind and then I saw this and it's only one credit and I was like okay I'm sold I'm gonna take that but
1: no uh, that's amazing my so I wish that I could tell everyone to take public speaking but I do believe it is just for comm majors Mm -hmm. but that class was I think about that class every day like it's so the information I learned in that class is so val was so valuable that I think I think that's awesome that other like majors can take that they're kind of picking it up I think that I think that's like incredible
0: I think what Eisenberg is doing more and more frequently is they're having these one credit classes that you can take each semester and it's pretty easy to add to your schedule because the workload isn't too heavy Um, my boyfriend is taking a class on the book how to win friends and influence people
1: oh wait I somebody just was talking about that book
0: yeah what was it I might have been on a web meeting I I, it remember. was at a web meeting okay, that she yeah. mentioned it it's pretty up, it's a popular networking book and it's kind of just about how to like what the book says how to make friends yeah. and influence people <laughs> I don't know I haven't read it but wow um, I've never even heard it. they that. kind of like read it chapter by chapter and then just talk about it once a week and it just sounds like a really interesting class and it's cool that Eisenberg offers it. Yeah. So they'll kind of just add in little one credit classes here and there. Yeah. And I recommend taking one because it's it's more for you than for anything yeah. else. But it's something that you can just get to add to your like yeah. academic
1: interests. Yeah. And taking advantage of those things is so important, especially I didn't even realize that. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I honestly haven't looked too much into the classes I have to take again because I don't like to set myself set on something. But I do think that over the winter I might take um, consumer culture, which is a com class, three hundred level com class, and I'm like excited because I think that's gonna be a really good mix of business and com. That'll be so interesting yeah. for marketing, especially. Yeah, exactly. And it, I think it's gonna go a little bit more deep into like the, like the trends and how the culture impacts like consumers. I'm excited. I think I'm gonna do that over the winter, and then I have to. And then I'm honestly excited to take Management 301. I know that might sound weird, but I do. Like, I like the 301s, and I think it's so fun to, like, be in a big course and, like, learn, like, just the basics of, like, I'm in Fine at 301. I thought I was going to hate it, but I'm like, honestly, like, I feel like this will be helpful for me. Do you, like, Sarah? Yeah. She's the best. She is the no, best. I love her.
0: Some people complain about that class because it is a lot of group work. Okay. But I thought it was fun, and he talks about a lot of, real life examples yeah. and works a lot of that into it so that's always interesting and just using like his past experience to influence the course
1: yeah I don't know why my spire is like freaking out right
0: now. yeah spire is doing a little weird <laughs> jig right now so I can't give you the name of my professor but that's okay he was a man he that a helps man. Okay. Gotcha. um anyways I guess last on our list yeah. would be to say happy halloween yeah to anyone listening hopefully this gets posted monday so it's like a day before halloween yes um are you excited
1: for yes, halloween i am i feel like it'll be a f- it's so nice out right now so i feel like that'll up everyone's mood and i feel like when it's it's been so rainy that people have been kind of yeah. down in the um, i know
0: spot. i feel like it's pretty rare that ha- that happens is like
1: halloween is nice yeah. weather
0: and there's nice weather the weekend before as well especially since it's been pouring rain every weekend. I I was fully anticipating that, but no, we got super lucky. So this is great. It's like 75 today. It's gorgeous. Um, Yeah. Very excited. Do you have like a Halloween costume that you want to share at all?
1: Um, my friends and I are being spies one night, so I think that will be fun. That's so exciting. I still need to kind of tie it on the the loose ends, but that's a good one. Yeah, it's like basic, but still, like I feel like I don't like spending a lot of money on Halloween, so I want to like be able to like wear things again. I'm the same way.
0: I'm so that's so real. I'm yeah. One of my costumes is a cowgirl, and I was a cowgirl one night last year as well. So. It's just easy, you know. Exactly. You really can't go wrong. It's cute. I like stuff like that. I don't like spending extra money. But I did I'm doing Barbie and Ken with oh, Mason. So be cute. I did splurge a little bit, not I'm really. I'm excited
1: to see everyone's pictures. I feel like it'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Thank you for coming on. This was super helpful and I hope
0: our listeners gain something from learning about some of the different classes that are out there, there are so many good ones. So scour, aspire, read all the descriptions. Look on Rate My Professor. Yes,
1: nice look on Rate My Professor.
0: And yeah, don't get your heart set, but <laughs> you and know, it'll all turn out okay. Definitely explore your options. <laughs> <laughs> but guys the city, call
1: me what you want when you want you want. And you can call me names if you call me up.